On today's edition of Prep Rally, we're going to talk about basketball, then basketball, and even more basketball. It's the Prep Rally Podcast, the only podcast in the state dedicated to prep sports. Brought to you by the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Here's your host, Chip Souza. Welcome to the Prep Rally Podcast. I'm Chip Souza. I'm joined by Henry Apple and Leland Barclay today. And boys, I tell you what, Leland, it's about 72 degrees outside up here in Northwest Arkansas. Got the sun. Now, I know it's not 92 like you like 92, but it's about 72. And this is my kind of weather. This is what we would call Chamber of Commerce weather. Oh, I like this. It does kind of feel like we should be heading out to the ballpark rather yes. than the gymnasium. But it's a big time of the year for uh, for both, really. I mean, gosh. Conference play starts today in baseball for right uh, the the 6A West. They said, okay, ready, set, go. <laughs> Let's get it. Uh, so you're right. Conference uh, conference baseball starts today. Uh, conference softball will be tomorrow. Um, so it's just uh, – Henry, what, what did you have anything to do with that? Is that? Henry, was that your decision to do this? You never know. I just roll the dice and just hope for the best these days. <laughs> All right, so it was ready, set, go conference play. But we'll talk about all the spring sports a little bit later next week after we get basketball done because right now our focus is on state basketball tournaments, and we have state tournaments going on all over the state. Um, And in northwest Arkansas and the River Valley, we're hosting uh, three of the classifications. The 6A is being held at Rogers High School. The 3A is being held at Lamar High School, and the 1A is being held at Ozark High School, but it's being hosted by County Line. So if you got all that down, you're far better along than I am. So let's start with the 6A. Henry, we're going to talk a little 6A right now, and I'll tell you what, I think that this 6A tournament at Rogers has a chance to be very good every single day. This is going to be, for the first time in a number of years, and I'm talking about the boys' side. This is the most balanced. You don't have yeah. a winner this year. Like no. you know, last year, hey, it was uh, whoever, you know, North Little Rock and everybody else. This time, you could probably put all the teams in a hat, shake them all out, and come up with 10 different options on different 10 different things. And I've had a couple other people tell me about it. This is balance. It's going to come down to the team who can put together, depending on if you got a first-round buyer or not, two or three good, consistent games. You do that, a little bit of luck, then you'll go to Hot Springs. Well, and Henry, we've seen Bentonville do that very thing uh, in the past. Um, you know, we've seen them come from a four-seed or a three-seed and make it all the way to the state final. Not, not unusual. Um, and this year, and you, you said it exactly right, it is it is wide open. It, it's absolutely wide open. And I'm sitting here looking at the bracket, and I tell you what, it starts with a bang. on tom- Tomorrow afternoon at 5.30, this four and five matchup, Bentonville against Bryant, that, I mean, that is, that's a game that you normally would see like in a semifinal. Beyond a shadow of a doubt, yes, because, you know, it – uh, you know, Benville was right up there a couple weeks ago, was flirting right at the top, and all of a sudden hit a little down, you know, slid down a little, little bump. Bit, I think hit a little bump, lost, a little speed uh, bump. Yeah. Little, lost like four out of five games. 
dropped down to the number four seed. Uh, but as we saw it last year, they were like a four or five seed and ended up getting all the way to the finals and playing North Little Rock in yeah. the championship game. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It, you know, we've seen them do this before. Um, so you got so tomorrow night, let's go ahead and set up the stage on the boys' side since we started talking about the boys. So tomorrow at Rogers on talking Tuesday. Now today is Monday. We're talking Tuesday. At 5:30, the first boys game right out of the box, Bentonville against Bryant at 5:30. That's gonna be a great game. Oh, well, wait a minute. How about this 8:30 game? Cabot against Northside. I mean, you know, we talking about Bentonville getting on a roll and getting hot at the right time. How many times have we seen Eric Burnett's Northside Grizzlies, Leland, laying in the weeds over there like a crocodile, sunbathing, not paying any attention to him, and all of a sudden that crocodile or alligator jumps up and bites you? How many times have we seen Northside do that? Well, several, and I tell you, he likes this team a lot, and they have played at, at times they have looked as good as anybody in that classification in the state. They've won four out of their last five, I think. And, and we, we, you know, we talk about these brackets and I know we start writing about seeds probably about the first of February, you know, because that's so important, but you look at that first game Cabot North or the first game Bentonville and Bryant, you look at the second game Cabot Northside. Then of course you look at, you know, Wednesday's games, North Little Rock and Fayetteville and then Springdale and Conway. And there's, um, you, you, could, great you could not look at those games beforehand and really, no. I mean, you, you can't look at them and see what seeds and guess what seeds those are no. unless you, unless you knew. Yeah. I mean, I mean that's how close, are... that's how close this classification is. And that's not even the four teams that got uh, buys. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it's wide open and you're right. Yeah. It's, <laughs> and so many times in March, it comes down to, and we've seen it on the college level, a team that gets on the roll, on a roll at the right time. Yeah, yeah. And we've seen Northside do it, and we've seen Bentonville do it. And it's just, you know, uh, I love it. The, the 6A West, we talked about this all year long, how great the 6A West was going to be as far as close games. And they were, for the most part, every single game, every single night in the 6A West the boys' games, and a lot of the girls' games were just fantastic games. And I think the state tournament, Henry's going to be just a mirror image of that, a continuation of it. Yeah, I, I mean, just – I was – Friday night I was at Springdale watching Northside play. And let me tell you, uh, Northside put the whipping on Springdale in what could have been the last conference game to be played in that old full jog gym because they're moving to the yeah. arena next year in time for conference play, but and Northside really looked good. I was impressed with what Eric Burnett put together. I mean, they jumped out to a big lead at the start and never really let Springdale get a chance to get into it. Typical Northside, man. I tell you, they're like that alligator over there that's sunning. He's in, laying in the sun, got his eyes closed, and you think, oh, yeah, I'm going to go over there, look at the cute little alligator. I'm going to go pet him, and then you reach up, and you, you're missing half your right arm. That's what Northside does. That's what they do this time of year. They do that, and that's their tradition. And don't be surprised if they do it again. That would not surprise me at all. That's just that's just what they do. Eric Burnett always has his teams playing their best ball when the end of the season gets here. Uh, so Leland gave a little bit of a hint uh, 
on the games that will be played on Tuesday, other first-round games, North Little Rock against Fayetteville Boys. That'll be a 5.30 game on Wednesday. That'll be a great game. And then Springdale-Conway, the late game on Wednesday, another great game. Folks, let me tell you something. If you like high school basketball or not, not – I'm sorry. If you like basketball, not any basketball, get yourself to Rogers High School. You get there early. Get there about 345, get you a seat. Go ahead and get that popcorn and your and your Coke and get settled in, and you're going to see four tremendous games every single day, every day. And I'll tell you what, they're going to be fantastic. So we talked about the boys' side. Now let's take a look over at the girls' side, Henry. Fayetteville girls and Bryant, they kick things off tomorrow, talking about Tuesday, at 4 o'clock. That's the early game. That's a four seed versus a five seed, okay? Uh, then the 7 o'clock girls game, Little Rock Central against Rogers at home. They're there at home, and they'll be good. Listen, I was there the night, Henry, I was there the night that Rogers took Harbor to the brink. Rogers is capable of beating just about anybody. You know, the Lady Mounties uh, last week found their offensive stroke, and they found it well because they scored 71 points against Springdale in a game where that secured their state tournament bid and then uh, Friday night, they took Rogers Heritage to overtime in an 80 to 76 game. I'm telling wow. you, that basket is big right now. And uh, Tuesday night, last Tuesday night, I was watching the game against Springdale, and uh, Preston Early talked about the heartbeat game, the strong heartbeat game. Their heart's beating right now. And if they can get things going with Treadway, the two Owens girls, and I tell you, Cela Blockburger gives them a little inside presence there. They, she does, yes. They can very well get out of this first round game with an upset. Now, we talked about the 6A. Let's take it down to 5A. Uh, we're going to talk about the boys. And, Leland, you've seen more of the 5A than we have. Should have had Graham Thomas on with us today because he's kind of our, our 5A uh, guru, our 5A guy. Uh, but – I'm sitting here looking at the 5A. Leland, what, what, are your, what are your thoughts over there on the 5A boys? I'm sitting here seeing Harrison, Salem Springs all in big games um, either Tuesday or Wednesday. With uh, we got Salem Springs. They'll play Wednesday against Green County Tech at 5.30. And we got Van Buren. Uh, they will play on Wednesday at 8.30 against Nettleton. Um, and then also Harrison will play um, at 2.30 on Wednesday um, against Valley View. So we've got a lot of local flavor for the 5A boys. I think that, you know, all three of those teams are capable of winning first-round games. Um, it was a very balanced 5A West, and I think the fact that uh, it came down to the very final Friday night of the season to decide four spots. I mean, there were six teams that were vying for those four spots yeah. Uh, going into the last week, uh, Salem Springs and Harrison had the top two wrapped up and they played for the conference championship. But it was, I think that balance and that pressure of those last couple of weeks is going to help those teams because, um, of course, it's being played in Pine Bluff. Right. And, uh, you know, that's uh, that's one of those wide open gyms. Uh, they used to have the Pine, the state tournament uh, a long, um, several years ago for a long stretch in Pine Bluff. Yeah. Yeah. State championships. Yeah. Yeah. And it was so hard during that stretch. There were very few jump shot shooting teams 
that fared well when that yeah. tournament was played in uh, that wide open space. Now that was back when most gyms were a little cozier. So I think sure. as, as gyms have grown and new gyms have become, uh, you know, more popular and been built around the state, I don't think that's as big an issue now as it, as it was at one point. Right. But I do think right. the 5A West teams will fare. Uh, they have a chance to fare very well. Good deal. Let's talk about the girls now. The Salem Springs Lady Panthers, they were the two seed um, in the 5A West. They'll be playing on Wednesday at 4 o'clock against Paragould. Uh, also want to talk about Russellville. They were the three seed out of the West. They'll be taking on Marion on Wednesday at 7. And then we look down here at the bottom of the bracket, hanging down here at the bottom. The Greenwood Lady Bulldogs, the number one seed from the West, will be taking on the East four seed, Nettleton. That will be on Wednesday at 1 o'clock. So they'll get Wednesday's game started. And I tell you what, Leland, Greenwood girls, I don't see anybody beating them. What do you think? Well, I mean, obviously they are the prohibitive favorite to win the Class 5A Girls State Championship, uh, and, for, and for good reason. Right. Uh, they roll through the 5A West. They won 13 out of their 14 games by mercy rule. Their wow. average margin of victory in those uh, 14 games was 40 points per game. <laughs> and that's counting, and that's counting – uh, the 60 to 58 win over Siloam Springs, um, you know, in January. So wow. obviously they're the prohibitive favorite. However, their, their path uh, just to get to the finals is probably harder than it has been most years. So because they'll only win if, by 30. They'll only average well, 30 points. Well, of course, you know, we expect them to beat Nettleton, you know, which actually is a runner up from the East. There was a three-way tie for second. So they're actually getting a second place team to start off with. And then it's likely Parkview, the number two team out of the central. And we know how good Parkview has been during the years. And then on that, uh, and then on that same side for a possible semifinal game is West Memphis, who has been number two all season long behind Greenwood. So that side yeah. of the bracket is a, uh, you know, it's a tough one, and there might be a couple of landmines, you know, thrown you in sound there. Like a coach. You're throwing coach speak at me. Well, okay. And, <laughs> yeah, and that's what – okay. Um, I guess maybe yeah. I'm just paraphrasing Clay Reeves a little bit there. There you go. Oh, whoa, <laughs> boy. Okay, there you go. Clay, but oh, West Memphis, me. yeah. But West Memphis is in that same side of the bracket as yeah. Greenwood. So yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. All right, let's talk about 4A. The 34, 34-0 or 35-0? and Henry, 34-0, Farmington Cardinals? Hey, the, the big number right now is just that goose egg there on the loss column. There you go. There you go. They are uh, – they drew a first-round bye in the 4A state tournament at Blyville. Uh, now, the, the thing that we hoped was not going to happen, but it did happen, is that Farmington and Blyville are on the same side of the bracket in 4A. Uh, so Farmington gets a first round by, they will play on Thursday at five 30 against the winner of Mills and Robinson Blyville. They play the eight 30 game on Thursday. They get the winner of Moralton and Camden Fairview. So there is a really good chance that Farmington Blyville boys are going to go head to head at one 30 on, would that be Saturday? Saturday. Saturday. Would that be yes. right? Saturday. Mm -hmm. Yep. On that side of the bracket. 
Um, there, that could be your state championship game right there being played, you know, being played then. That could very well be your 4A state championship right there. Uh, also want to mention in 4A, uh, you know, we got uh, Dardanelle. Wow, how they came out of that, their regional, got won their regional, and they drew a first-round buy. So good for the Sand Lizards. That's awesome. And Actually, we'll take a look. Yeah, Dardanelle lost to Farmington in the region. They were in the oh, same the, region. Oh, same region. Okay, same region. Yeah. Same region. Okay. All right. Uh, let's talk about the 4A girls. We're that that All that talk centers around, of course, the defending state champion over there. Uh, we're talking about Farmington first. The Farmington girls, uh, they only have one loss, um, and they will play uh, – let's see, that'll be set right Thursday um, at 4 o'clock. They'll play the winner of Arkadelphia uh, and uh, Southside. Uh, that will be at 4 o'clock on Thursday. And then I look down here below on the other end of the bracket, the defending state champion, Nashville Lady Scrappers. They will play um, at 4 o'clock on Friday. They'll play the winner of Heber Springs and Gravit. Um, so we also want to mention the Gentry Lady Pioneers. They finished second in the 4A North Regional to Farmington. They drew a first round bye. They will play the winner of Star City in Brooklyn. That'll be on uh, Friday at 7. And uh, Star City, uh, Henry, in the past has been very, very good. Yeah. The, the joke is with Becky Brown, you know, uh, the coach over there that I, She's person. If she was playing against her mom, she would still full court press them. So, <laughs> well, mama better step up her game then. <laughs> uh, yeah, year in and year out, Star City is going to be up there, and of course, like I said, Nashville uh, state champion thanks to a, a last second shot uh, to beat Farmington last year. So, yeah, I, I was kidding around talking with Brad Johnson Saturday night. After I came back from West Fork, just talking to him, I said, yeah, you got a Thursday game. That means you're going to have to leave it Tuesday. And he says, yeah, we're leaving Tuesday. He says, we want to get up there, get acclimated with the gym there at Blyville, catch a game, see what the atmosphere is like. And then Thursday, the Lady Cardinals will go to work. They will go to work. Let's talk about 3A. Uh, hey, can we, go back, about can we go back to 4A a second? We can go back to 4A, yeah, absolutely. Okay, hey, on the boys, you you know, we talk about Farmington. You know, they're right. they're one of only two teams in the state that's undefeated. Uh so they're they're kind of going to be battling history a little bit, going up against history a little bit. There's only been 15 undefeated teams in the history of Arkansas high school basketball in the state for boys. Uh County Line is also undefeated. You know, that's yeah. a couple of things that you know, they're going to be battling history there cuz that doesn't happen very often. And you talk about that Farmington Blytheville matchup. You know they met in the second round last year. Yeah, and Blytheville won that game forty-nine to forty-two. If you can believe yep. that Farmington only scored forty-two points at the end of the first quarter, it was ten to eight Blytheville. Yeah, yeah. At halftime, uh -huh. it was sixteen to fourteen at halftime. Rashad Marshall, he may be the best player in the state. He's the big guy for Blytheville. He had eighteen points, ten rebounds, and three blocks. He was a load inside. Farmington had no answer for him inside. That's why Caleb uh, Blakely went and recruited his brother, Josh Blakely, to come play this year so that he would give them an inside presence. And I guarantee you, 6'5", Josh Blakely, who can jump out of the gym, it'll be a little bit different story, uh, you know, inside the paint this year. 
Yeah, that's going to be a key part of that game. And, of course, you know, they held Lane Taylor down to 15 points last year. They did. They boxed him up, I believe. Yeah. Well, he was 7 of 28 from the floor. That's not going to happen again. And then, like you said, the inside game, they've got a little bit of a presence there. So that game on uh, on Saturday afternoon, I just kind of wonder if the uh, fire marshal is going to be out of town that day. Yeah. Uh, so that they can pack that place. And then well, you talk I, about, you know, Star City in the girls, um, yeah. you know, on the same side of the bracket as Farmington. You know, as Prairie Grove, actually Star City's on the uh, opposite. Yeah. Yeah, they're on the opposite side. But, you know, well, they were Prairie Grove knocked them out last year. They did. They did. Um, and, uh, you know, like like Henry said, their coach, uh, Coach Arboro, I think she's in her 32nd year there. Yeah, and, uh, and they'll certainly be ready. But yeah, the Farmington well, Card- Lady Cardinals. Yeah, I tell you what, the Farmington girls get all of the publicity and all the credit in the four A one, and they and, and and rightfully so, they they deserve it. But I'm gonna tell you right now, and Henry, you back me up on this. Gentry girls are a very good team. They very well are. You know, you have a coach like Toby TV Ball who just recorded his 550th career win yeah. not too long ago. And at halftime of Saturday's championship game, it was only a five-point game with, between yeah. Jim and Farmington. You know, well, they're, they're a good team, and they, they kind of fly under the radar a little bit. And uh, they, are, they, are very, they are very capable, very, very capable. Um, let's skip down to 3A. Leland, how about Brandon Scott and the Charleston Tigers? 94 points for Brandon Scott in three regional tournament games last uh, wow. last week and uh, 37 in the semifinals. Uh, he's, uh, you know, they're playing very well at the right time. You know, Reese Mariska is kind of the – he's their point guard, and he's kind of the glue that keeps that team together. And of course, they've got the Ketter brothers. It's it's some familiar it's name. Football, it's fo- football on the basketball courts. What it is, uh, kind of. Um, now you know, Drake yeah. Dotson is the guy that didn't play football, and he's a very you know he's probably the second leading scorer behind Brandon Scott on that team. But the interesting thing about the three A boys is that of the of the four regional champions, three of those teams didn't even they did not win their district. So the three yeah. A is boys is is really and truly wide open, and that proves it. When three of it your is. four regional champions didn't win their district, uh, it's just again, it's you know, it's who gets hot over a uh, I guess it's a five day span. Well, I tell you what, uh, Henry, and I'm sitting here looking at this bracket. Osceola Riverview, they play uh, Tuesday uh, at at eight thirty. Have the late game on on Tuesday tomorrow, but. The right underneath them would be in the next round. Bergman drew central. So Bergman wins their first round game. They would play the winner of Osceola Riverview. That's a that's a tough draw, Henry. That's a tough draw. Yeah, you're talking about Osceola, the defending state champion in three A, yes. and has a, a lot of those key players back against the Bergman team, who stumbled a little bit in the. Uh, I would say stumbled in the regional, but hey. They scored 74 points and lost to a team yeah. who the night before, well, Valley Springs scored 82 on them on Friday. The night before scored 100. Yeah. Yeah. And Valley View, and also Valley View, Valley Springs is down there in the same on the same side of the bracket as Bergman. So Valley Springs takes on Lakeside. Um that will be on 
Thursday, I believe that's right, the 2nd. That's, is that Thursday? Is that right? Thursday, March the 2nd uh, at 530. And, I mean, 3A's lo- boys are loaded. It's loaded. Um, it's, it looks like the 6A boy. I mean, it's just loaded with great teams. Um, and, and there are landmines everywhere um, in, in that one. Landmines all over the place. Let's talk about the 3A girls. And, of course, the 3A state tournament is, going, is being played at Lamar um, in their really brand-new gym. It was just open toward the end of last year. And uh, beautiful orange and black, uh, you know, color scheme over there. And they will do a great job hosting that. Um, so let's talk about the 3A girls. we got Lamar. Uh, they will play uh, their first-round game against Melbourne. i tell you what, Henry, that's going to be a great game. And Harold McElvain is going to go down there and cover that one. But I almost pulled rank on him to go down there to Lamar to catch that one because you talk about a great first-round game. How I mean, this is going to be a phenomenal game. Yeah, you that's have two whole- teams. That's two teams that are semi-final, yeah, qual- quality teams. Yes, yes, and it's first round game. Um, and then we look over here. We got Bergman girls. Uh, they they will play tomorrow, Tuesday, um, at four o'clock. They get the tournament going over there at Lamar. So Bergman girls against Jesseville at four o'clock. Uh, but I'm looking at the se- in the second round. The winner of that game would play the winner of Harding Academy and Mountain View. Those are very good teams. Very, very good teams. So 3A is, I mean, it's it is absolutely just packed with great, with great teams. Great teams. Uh, down on the bottom of the bracket, Valley Springs Girls. They will play Glen Rose. That will be on Thursday at four o'clock. Um, and so, you know, Henry 3A, I know you're you've covered a lot more 3A than I have. How do you see Bergman girls? How can they repeat? It's possible. Hey, anytime you've got Maddie holding that lineup and the yeah. way she can put the points together, they've got a chance. But then you put together like girls like Ruby Trammell, who I'll, you know, watch during the regional tournament and also in the cup. That girl is tough as nails. I there's that's the best way to put her. And then uh, you know, Madeline Moon inside gives them a good inside presence, and but also in the championship game against Valley Springs, uh, James Holitska told me this Saturday night, said, hey, we knew that they weren't going to guard Madeline Moon if we put her outside. And sure enough, yeah. he said, and told us, says, I want you to shoot three three-pointers in the game. She hit her first two. Woo! And <laughs> next thing you know, Bergman's on like a 19-0 run, and it's over with. Yeah, yeah. He does. James Selitska does such a great job over at Bergman with, with that program, and and uh, you know they they uh, I don't know that they will repeat, but I'm going to tell you right now. And, and, and Henry, you're absolutely right. As long as you have Maddie Holt, she, that Maddie Holt is like like in the the line in that movie Dumb and Dumber. So you're saying we have a chance? Well, with her, you always have that chance. You, you always do. have that because she's going to score. She can get her points in a number of ways. And hey, you want to foul her? Go ahead and foul her. She's almost like a ninety percent free throw shooter. So take your chances there as well. <laughs> Let's talk about. And I know Leland, you want to talk. I'm gonna just let me I'll tell you what, Leland. Let me just turn my mic off. I'm just gonna mute myself, and I'm gonna let you take off on the one A because I know you have a lot to say about the one A going on over at Ozark. Uh, first of all, let's talk about the hospitality food. Or did they have they promised you Rivertown barbecue? Well, no, but um, I'm I am. Highly confident that uh, they will have it. I'm already mad at you. I'm already mad at you for that. Okay. All right, Leland, let's talk about the 1A boys. We have got 
three really, really good teams from this area, from the 1A, I don't remember what conference it is, the 1A4, or is that what one it is? West, 1A1 West. 1A1 West. Let's start with, I'm going to start with New School. Start with New School. They are the three seed. They're the three seed, and they will play on Wednesday at 530 against Nevada. Leland, you've seen them play. New School is a very, very good team. They're a very good team. They, um, um, they're one of those teams that that they can do it all. They score inside. They score outside. Uh, they are another team that is a very high quality. They're a semifinal quality type team, uh, but yes. they play a tradition rich Nevada team in the first round. So that's a correct. Tough, that's a it's very tough, tough, very tough first round matchup. Uh, but maybe not as as tough as County Line. County Line lost to Bradley last year in the state championship game by three yeah. points. County Line and Bradley meet in the first round. Yeah, first Wednesday round. At 2.30, first round. Now, Bradley did start five seniors in that championship game. Right. Um, so, what obviously, tradition? they've got a, a whole new lineup. Yeah. A lot of tradition. What? A yes. veteran coach that I think he's been there 40 years. Uh, veteran coach, and as we all know, uh, one of the things at state tournaments that really is such a big factor is the style of play by teams from other parts of the state. The teams from our part of the state don't get to see as much. The other thing is the officiating, because the officiating is different in other parts of the state as it is right. you know, in this part of the state, too. I mean, it's just that's part of the game. So that's two very important factors. And you look at that and you say, well, that's a top seed versus a four seed. This is uh, not yeah. typical four seed versus yeah. top seed team. And, of course, we're talking about the Farmington boys being undefeated. And I don't know if that's really, uh, you know, an albatross to hang around a head or not. But, you know, 41. Well, it's, it's a factor. There's no question. It's a factor. You know, 41 and 0 is a big uh, a big part of that but I mean every team wants to win every game and well county line has done that and they have been it. very very impressive and they have six players that are just um tremendous you know they've got a, a you know Caden Vest a 67 senior that comes off the bench, the bench. yeah and he is yes. always he is always in the game uh within the first 6 or 7 minutes so it's not like somebody gets in foul trouble and he comes in. He's a vital part of that game. In fact, it was funny uh, Saturday night after the regional, I was talking to Coach Joe Brunson, and he said, well, you know, because I was talking to him about Caden Vest, he said, well, you know, we've got six really good players, only five start. Yeah, yeah, but maybe six start, even though he doesn't come in until the six-minute mark. Yeah. He, he's, in my mind, and I'm sure in Joe's mind, He's just, he's got six starters, is what he has. And then Ozark Catholic, you know where. Well, you know, so so that was gonna, that was going to be my segue into Ozark. Three teams in that conference won thirty games or more. Yes, and they're they're worthy of those thirty games. I mean, they're they're very good teams. They kind of um, they kind of battled it out amongst themselves. I know County Line kind of emerged as the the best of those three, but um, you know everybody's zero and zero starting Tuesday. That's right. That is right. So that's what's going on on the boys' side. Again, to recap that, as far as Northwest area teams, New School takes on Nevada. Nevada or Nevada? In Missouri, I think it's Nevada. Nevada. How do we say it? Nevada. So they will play uh, on Wednesday at 530. 
Uh, we've got Ozark Catholic. They will play at 8.30 on Wednesday against Dermot. And then uh, we can also mention Omaha. Omaha, I'm not, I'm not Peyton Manning, but Omaha. Uh, they will play uh, tomorrow on Tuesday at 8.30 against Lafayette County. Uh, so we want to mention them. And County Line will play um, on Wednesday at 2.30 against Bradley. And I'm telling you what, Leland, I'm so envious of you. First of all, you get County, you get Rivertown Barbecue. And second of all, you're going to see a great game um, a great game there um, over at uh, at Ozark with uh, with that county line in uh, Bradley game. So let's talk about the girls um, in 1A. We've got some good teams to watch there. Um, the Kingston girls will be taking on Taylor at 4 o'clock on Wednesday. Kingston always is a team that uh, does well in state tournament play, so they are right back at it again and ready to roll. The Omaha Lady Eagles, they will play Tuesday at 7 against Dermott. Uh, so keep an eye on them. The Jasper girls, Henry, you probably know more about Jasper girls. They will play also on Wednesday at one o'clock against Lafayette County. Uh, Henry, what about the Jasper Lady Pirates? Jasper girls won their conference, the 1A1 East, yeah, the regular season, but somehow in the conference uh, championship game, I think it was, they stumbled. They lost to Alpena, the three seed out of that. But then, you know what they say about revenge? They got revenge last Saturday night at uh, Lincoln and beat Alpena again to get that top seed. So, uh, again, a very capable team over there at Jasper who could, hey, yes. again, just get get hot at the right time. You can go a long way. And, you know, we Absolutely. talked about, um, you know, we Jasper is out of the 1A1 East. Well, you know, the 1A1 East swept the 1A1 West in the regional tournament. Yes. So that yes. so yeah. that tells you how good the 1A1 East was all year. And you're right, Jasper did, you know, uh, you know, uh fell in the, the district championship game, but then they come back and won a very tough game against Alpine. I'll tell you, Aubrey Henderson and Lila Ralston combined for 39 points in that 57-56 win on Saturday. And they're two very good teams. Um, or, yeah. or everybody in that in that conference that came out of that conference. I mean, uh, Omaha's the fourth seed. Yeah, uh, and I also and they, want to mention too, Alpena. You guys did mention them. They play against Kirby um, on Wednesday at seven o'clock. Um, so some great games going on. I tell you what, Ozark will do a great job. Leland, you're you're uh, you you drew the best hand I think out of all this getting to go to Ozark, which they'll do a good job. Uh, I'm sure that, uh, the Burns brothers over there will, will, will take care of the hospitality room. They'll, they'll have it, uh, it'll be top notch and, uh, you're going to see some great games. Now County line is the host team for the one, a tournament, but, the, but it's, but the tournament's being played at Ozark, uh, for seating capacity. Um, so be, be a great game over there. And, um, man, I just cannot wait until tomorrow uh, to see this all get started. Again, a, a real, you know, real quick rundown for us in Northwest Arkansas, our listeners in Northwest Arkansas. The 6A state tournament will be played at Rogers High School. The 3A state tournament will be played at Lamar High School. And the 1A state tournament will be played at Ozark High School, but being hosted by County Line. So, uh, you know, for everybody listening to us, be sure and have safe travels getting to these state tournaments. Now, especially those that are going to be making long road trips like Farmington, folks from Farmington and Gentry, and those people that are going to go uh, almost, Henry, almost to uh, 
uh, what uh, Tennessee or way way up there, not far from uh, not far from Memphis. Hey, you're not even far away from Missouri either. So yeah, uh, you're up there, St. Louis. <clears throat> well, and yeah. don't forget the don't forget the defending two A state champions. Now, so I was bringing, I was going, I was saving that for last. I was, I was saving that okay. for last. Sorry, <laughs> I was saving that for last because the Lavaca Golden Arrows, a team that that rolled to the uh, you know to the two A state championship last year, this year kind of got off to a little bit of a, of a of a of a bumpy, maybe a little bit of a bumpy start for them, for them, a little bit of a bump, bumpy start. But uh, Renner Reed has his boys playing at a high level right now, Leland. Absolutely. You know, and you're right. They got off to a, a little bit of a bumpy start, but that was because they played county line twice within their first 10 games. Yeah. Uh, they started yeah. off against Waldron and lost that game. So, yeah, they had three losses early. And since losing to Ozark in the Bank OZK tournament, they haven't lost since, and they've been very impressive. You know, they only had one. Re- they've only had one returning starter coming back. But Jetson he has the Wagner. best name. He has the best name in in all of Arkansas basketball. Jetson. Jetson Wagner, and he's yes. uh, he's uh, he's of course he's kind of you know he's the senior leader on this team, but they've added four other seniors into the lineup with him. They have a very good junior that came off the bench and scored 18 points in the first round regional game last week. So, uh, and you know, one thing about Lavaca, they play defense. Yeah, they and, do. They and do. they and they rebound. It's just like Coach, you know, Renner Reed said the other day. That's just their defense is their personality. And like he well, said, Leland, that, like yeah, he you, said on that trip, coaches. he said defense travels. Uh, that's what I was going to say. That's you've heard that said over and over and over again. Defense travels. Um, you play good defense, and if you can choke your other opponent down, you don't have to land a lot of haymakers if you keep choking them down. You know, and that's what they do. And and that's Renner Reed basketball, and he he has that formula for success at Lavaca, and uh, not only a great coach, but an even better dude, uh, Renner Reed. Just he's you know, as as uh, most of our coaches are, they're you know they're fantastic. Um, so in the 2A boys, Lavaca will play Sloan Hendricks. Uh, that will be tomorrow, Tuesday at 2.30. And, of course, the 2A state tournament's being played at Rector. Um, so Lavaca, 2.30, right off the bat, tomorrow on Tuesday against Sloan Hendricks. Now, we also want to mention from the area, River Valley and Northwest Arkansas, we have Johnson County Westside. Uh, they will play uh, on Thursday at 2.30 against Marshall. Um, and also, uh, and Henry, help me out on this one. Ozark Mountain. Who? What were the schools that consolidated that made Ozark Mountain? That would be Western Grove, which is in our area, and then two smaller schools that were actually outside our area, which is St. Joe and Bruno Payette. They okay. all converged to become Ozark Mountain. Now they could have stayed three separate 1A schools if they wanted to. However, people want to know why did they consolidate, become one school? Well, as we know, this year was the first year that the entire state was going to use shot clocks. Okay. They would have had to put shot clocks in three schools, and the school district said, that's a lot of money. Let's just have one team. Okay. Okay. And with the enrollment, that – Bumped them up to two A. 
Well, they will play uh, on Thursday at 5.30 against Cedar Ridge. Um, and that, uh, again, is the 2A state tournament at Rector. So that should be some good action there. Leland, what about the 2A girls? Mansfield Lady Tigers finished second in there their regional go. after they won their district. So the Mansfield Lady Tigers, of course, you know, they've, they've got a, a veteran team, added a very good freshman, a 6'4 freshman to the lineup this that year. That helps. That helps. That, and uh, they are – they are another team that's very capable of making a uh, a good run. They've got uh, the top seeds in their bracket, of course, is Fordyce out of the South Regional and Riverside out of the North Regional. They will play England on Wednesday at one o'clock, uh, also at Rector. Awesome. So they're uh, they're yep. a very capable team as well. And if they win the formation Fordyce. Um, would be probably the team that they would face in the second round. Uh, also want to mention, Henry, you know probably more about Lifeway than I do, but they're playing also on tomorrow, on Tuesday, at 4 o'clock. They'll be taking on Conway Christian. Um, and so Lifeway is a, is a team that's based out of uh, Centerton. Their, their campus is located in Centerton, and uh, they have had a really good season, Henry. Yeah, this is the first time – that in school history, they've uh, made the state tournament here. Of course, you know, for years they were playing over in Oklahoma. The Heartland Athletic decided to become a AAA member. Right. And here they come. And, you know, I've, I've only got to watch them play one time. But, you know, and but it was at Gravit and playing Gravit. And for about 29 minutes, they gave Gravit all it wanted that day. So – uh, well, that's awesome. We'll see. You know, they got two sisters, uh, Haley and Lily Mosley. That that's their leaders, and uh, that's who will carry the Lady Warriors if they are successful. Well, I tell you what, it's uh, you know, it's just it's it's these are going to be some great basketball tournaments. Again, you know, if you're traveling to these tournaments, you know, we we you know want to wish everybody safe travels uh, and go catch some great basketball. Um, you know, this is this is the best time of the year, and uh, I, I tell you what, I cannot wait. I cannot wait till tomorrow uh, to get my seat at Press Row uh, at Rogers, and I'm going to see if they might airlift me, if Leland might drone me some uh, ribs from from uh, River Rivertown Barbecue. He might strap some to a drone, fly it up the pig trail, cut over around uh, I don't know Eureka, swing back down through. Uh, through uh, Gateway and and, uh, and and drop them right off there at Rogers High School. Leland, can you do that for me? Well, I'll I'll see what I can do. I mean, uh, you know, these it's funny. We always bring up hospitality rooms, and and it, there's a good reason for it. I walked into the hospitality room at at Hector last Wednesday and looked over, and there was a coconut cream pie. And after wow. I ate, I went over and got some of it, and it was still warm. Oh, Leland. Oh, my goodness. I well, there's a reason finish. why we talk about yeah. hospitality. Yeah. I, can't, I, can't, I can't even finish the show thinking about that. That's just, just phenomenal. So what else we got? Any other any other words of wisdom? I mean, we have hit every classification. I can't think of anything else that we might have left out. Well, I, we're going to have – it's funny. You, you know, we, we talk about all these games and things. We're going to have wall-to-wall coverage from yes. all of these state tournaments. And I know some of the things, and I won't won't spoil it, but I know some of the things you have planned for the 6A tournament in Rogers. 
and it will be unprecedented high school basketball coverage. Well, that's why we do what we do, and we're Leland guys like you and, and Walter Woody, Harold McIlvain, who's who's not on with us. Uh, we need to have him on more often to give us a little bit of young blood. Uh, what you guys have done for us, Kevin Taylor, my guys. I tell you what, Leland, how about Henry Apple last week? Give him a big, big round of applause last week for holding it down while I was gone. Henry, great job on that with with you. I don't want to give Ricky Fires any props because because I know Ricky didn't bring that much to to the table. <laughs> no, Henry. Henry kind of stepped into that pilot seat, he and then he and he just put it on cruise control, and we there just flew, we just flew at a nice altitude. There you go. There you I go. Credit, there you go. I credit the fried pies at West Fork doing that for me. See, there you go. More fried pies. See, I, I missed out on all that too. You guys are just you're killing me. You're hey. killing me, Smalls. You're killing me. Hey, one night I even had – they had in the hospitality room gumbo with or without shrimp and jambalaya. I had oh to go and say, said, hey, uh, what did you think of it? I said, I'm, I'm going to have to go get a second opinion on yeah. this. I was, I'm not a doctor, but I did stay at a Holiday Inn Express one night. There you go. Did you tell them you're just testing out to make sure it's okay? You're taking one for the team. <laughs> did they appreciate that, you taking one for the team to make sure it was okay for everybody else to eat it? They, they appreciated it. You know, like I said, you know, they even had my own sugar-free fried pies. So, Well, I tell you what, it? Henry, uh, you know, this goes back to the days when David Farrell was there at West Fork for his 157 years he was there. Uh, West Fork does a great job of hosting no matter what it is. The Tiger Dome is one of the most iconic, and I hope West Fork never builds uh, it, one of these new arenas. I hope that they will keep that Tiger Dome just like it is for the next 40 years. By all means, it's, it's yeah. just a place to watch basketball. Absolutely. Absolutely. So that will wrap up today's and this week's Prep Rally Podcast. Now, we uh, did this early this week so we could give everyone a preview of state basketball tournaments because we wanted to didn't want to come in on Wednesday because state basketball tournaments would have been into their second day already. So we, we have an early podcast dropping today. So take what we've told you today about these state tournaments. If you don't do anything else, load the car up, you know, put on some comfortable clothes, not those pajama pants that you see at Walmart that Leland likes to wear all the time. Don't, don't do that. Uh, but just some comfortable clothes. <laughs> go, go catch you a good spot at one of these gyms and catch some great basketball because I'm going to tell you right now, basketball in this state is as good, Leland, as it's anywhere in the country. Absolutely. It's, uh, you know, what, what a tribute to these schools uh, and these coaches and, of course, the players that put in the hard work and uh, yeah. we get to, and we get to benefit from it. Absolutely. Absolutely. So that's it for this week's Prep Rally podcast. We'll be back next week and we'll recap a lot of these state tournaments and we'll also give you a little look ahead to state championship games, which will be played the following week down at Hot Springs. So for Leland Barclay for Henry Apple. And we'll also mention for Ricky Fires, who is techno challenge. You couldn't get logged into Zoom today. But that's okay, Ricky. We love you anyway. Even for Ricky Fires, I'm Chip Souza. Thanks for being with us. We'll catch you next week. The Prep Rally Podcast is produced and directed by the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Find us on SoundCloud, Apple, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher.